Culture Crush. I'm your host, Jessica. Week two of the podcast, and we're starting off with a fun one. We want to give a big happy birthday to the amazing Matthew McConaughey, who is the big 5-0 today, which means our show has to be my top five Matthew McConaughey movies. Now, just as a disclaimer, something you need to know about my top fives is that they might not be his most critically acclaimed movies, but the ones that I enjoy watching the most. So I'm just throwing that out there. Remember, no judgments, all that good stuff. So with that being said, here we go. Number five, A Time to Kill. Released in 1996, in Canton, Mississippi, a fearless young lawyer and his assistant defend an African-American man accused of murdering two white men who raped his 10-year-old daughter, inciting violent retribution and revenge from the Ku Klux Klan. So a little trivia about A Time to Kill. Kevin Costner was considered for the role of Jake, but wanted complete control of the project. The author of the book objected, and Costner passed on the project. Now we have another trivia question, and this is one where I'm going to give you multiple choice, and then you have to wait till the end of the episode to get the answer, okay? Who wrote the novel this movie is based off? A, John Grisham. B, James Patterson, or C, Stephen King. So who wrote the original novel? We'll come back to that at the end. Why I like this movie? Honestly, I haven't watched this movie many times, but I wanted to add it to the list because it's the first time I really remember seeing Matthew McConaughey. I think this is one of his first serious roles, if I'm correct. And I just remember thinking what a good actor he was. I mean, he did a great job in this movie. So I felt like it should be added to the list. All right. Number four, Contact. Released in 1997, Dr. Ellie Arroway, played by Jodie Foster, after years of searching, finds conclusive radio proof of extraterrestrial intelligence that is sending plans for a mysterious machine. A little trivia about the movie, Matthew dropped out of the lead role in The Jackal in order to be in this movie. Also, Matthew McConaughey was suggested for this movie after A Time to Kill made him a star. After a screen test of the scene, the producer said, we never thought of another actor. I know that he's not a huge part of this movie. I know it's mostly Jodie Foster, but honestly, I just really like this movie. (laughs) I know a lot of people don't, uh, but I do. I really like it. And if you think about it, the play between his and Jodie Foster's characters about religion and science, it's a really interesting combination. And also, I think they have decent chemistry, personally. So I really like him in this role. I really like the movie. So it's my number four. Number three, Magic Mike. (laughs) 2012. Mike Lane is a 30-year-old living in Tampa, Florida. By day, he works as a roofer, while at night, uh, as Magic Mike, he's the star attraction of the Kings of Tampa, a group of male strippers. A little trivia about Magic Mike. In the scene where Dallas, played by Matthew, finally strips, because he pretty much doesn't do it like the whole movie and you're just waiting for it. So when he finally strips, there is a point where he rolls away from all the women holding his crotch. 
This is because the extras got a little bit too excited and accidentally ripped his G-string. Instead of stopping the dance, like the professional he is, he just incorporated it into the dance. So (laughs) I don't blame them, do you? I would probably be a little handsy as well. Also, Matthew accepted the role within 10 minutes of being offered as he was really intrigued by the concept of the film. Also, a little uh, side tidbit I found out. He waxed his entire body to prepare for the role. Ouch. Damn. That had to have hurt. So why is this movie number three? I mean, (laughs) what's not to like about this movie? It's a lot of hot guys, but also it actually has more depth to it than I expected. And McConaughey plays the sexy, intimidating owner of the club very well. Very. So, yeah, and it's just a great movie. It's fun. It's a fun movie to watch. It's got heart. It's got a little depth to it. It's a good one. You should check it out if you haven't. Okay, number two, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. uh, Released 2003, Benjamin is an advertising executive and ladies' man who, to win a big campaign, bets that he can make a woman fall in love with him in 10 days. Andy covers the how-to beat for Composure magazine and is assigned to write an article on How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. They meet in a bar and the fun begins. (laughs) So a little trivia. Kate Hudson, that's who plays against Matthew. Kate Hudson improvised plastering Matthew with kisses during the scene where she introduces the new dog. This is why Matthew McConaughey looks genuinely surprised. Also, the film marks the acting reunion of Adam Goldberg and Matthew McConaughey who had last appeared together three years earlier in 1999's Ed TV, which is also a fun movie, and six years prior to that in 1993's Dazed and Confused. So why this movie? Honestly, it's one of the ones I've watched most recently. The movie was just on uh, one of the streaming services. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but my husband and I decided to watch it, and despite it being super cringy in some spots... We actually both really liked it a lot. We genuinely laughed out loud in spots, which, you know, I figure it's a decent movie if you can make me laugh, like really laugh. And my husband, because he's a little bit harder to make laugh. So, and honestly, I hadn't seen it in probably, my goodness, probably since the early 2000s. So it was really fun to watch again. And it was a rom-com. I don't think you can go wrong with those. All right. The last one, my pop one pick is The Wedding Planner. I'm obviously a fan of rom-com McConaughey. (laughs) Not serious one. Okay, so the movie was in 2001, starring opposite Jennifer Lopez. Mary is San Francisco's most successful supplier of romance and glamour. She knows all the tricks. She knows all the rules. But then she breaks the most important rule of all. She falls in love with the groom. It's a cute movie. A little bit of trivia. Brendan Fraser was set to play Matthew's role of Steve, but scheduling conflicts with filming the movie Bedazzled prevented him. Likewise, Sarah Michelle Gellar was originally set to star, but had to drop out because of scheduling conflicts from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That's crazy. Also, at one point, Minnie Driver was also considered. I have watched this movie so many times. (laughs) It's cute, it's funny, 
And honestly, it's an easy watch. If you just don't want to think about something, if you just want to watch something cute, this is it. I honestly think this is McConaughey at maybe his most charming. He sometimes wears glasses. <laughs> so, I mean, come on. Charming glasses. I guess from my top two, yeah, I definitely prefer rom-com McConaughey. But can you blame me? I mean, come on. Cutie. So, trivia answer. Okay. Hold on a second. Let me grab my trivia. The question was, who wrote the novel this movie is based off? A, John Grisham, B, James Patterson, or C, Stephen King? You got it? The answer is A, John Grisham. The novel was published in 1989 and was rejected by many publishers before Winwood Press eventually gave it a modest 5,000 copy printing. So from 1989, it went from nobody wanted it to, what was it, 1996, where it was made into a feature film. So I think uh, John Grisham did pretty good for himself. Also, a, another little fun trivia fact on Internet Movie Database, it says that McConaughey was in Angels in the Outfield, and he also had a role on Unsolved Mysteries. Ooh. <laughs> so random. But I'm sure with most actors... I, I bet they have a lot of weird stuff early on in their careers. And I'm sure we will uncover that as we go along with this podcast. I also want to make a disclaimer, a little thing here. Uh, I know two big movies are missing from my list. Dazed and Confused and Dallas Buyers Club. I have to admit something to you. And again, please, no judgments. But I have not seen either of those movies. I know. I know it's crazy. But I promise... I will try to watch them at some point this next year. <laughs> I have so many movies to watch, but I really do need to watch them because I know a lot of people love them. Okay, what are your favorites? I would love to hear about it. What do you love McConaughey in? I'm at all the places on social media as Pop Culture Crush. Just look for the pink background and a TV with a little heart. All right, well, that's it. Happy Monday, everybody, and I will catch you next time. Bye.